transmitting live from our studios in downtown New Haven. Welcome to Good Morning with Jose Antonio, presented by 103.5 FM, WNHH, NewHavenIndependent.org. And here's your host, Jose Antonio. Show me that smile again. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. We're nowhere near the end. We're nowhere near the best. He's ready to begin. Oh, as long as we got each other, we got the world spinning light. And just like that, and just like that. Good morning, good morning, good morning, all of New Haven. Good morning, Hamden. Good morning, everyone that's out there having a good time. Uh, it is Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving Eve. I cannot wait to get to the turkey tomorrow. I finally got an invite. No, someone did not hate me enough to not invite you know to not invite me tomorrow. I'm about to tear up whatever they got left over. Um, yeah, everything is happening. It's 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 it. That's it. The, for everyone, congratulations. You made it to hump day, the last day of the official work week in America. Uh, I guess if, unless you got to work on Friday. Sorry about that. Uh, shout out to all the essential workers, all the essential workers that are going to be working tonight, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday. Thank you very much. And by essential workers, I mean the people that work at Walmart. Those are the essential workers I'm talking about this <laughs> this morning. Thank you very much for your service. A big old salute to you folk out there uh, having a good time. Thank you for joining me this morning here on the last of the voyages that we will embark on on the Good Morning Show here with me. Uh, this has been a very, very good time. I had a great time here. Thank you very much, Harry Dross and Paul Bass, uh, to uh, let me uh, uh, conduct this social experiment called the uh, Morning Show here on 103.5 FM, uh, New Haven Independent, where the local yokels get their info. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stick with that tagline. I think that tagline is very, very fitting. Tomorrow, 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 the most important thing for today is, um, we don't even go get into predicting. Uh, I want to start off with um, a weird, weird story that came out yesterday that got reversed. So yesterday around 9.30, the, um, the, everything broke on Reddit. Every single social media outlet you can believe said that Mike Mike um, Zuckerberg was stepping down as the Meta CEO next year. It was crazy. It went rampant. And I don't think that they expected um, such a backlash on announcing such a monumental move. Um, but now, this morning, it was all a ruse. So Meta spokesperson denies report of CEO Zuckerberg stepping down next year. So now we're hearing that he is not stepping down according to the Metaverse. So Meta Platforms Inc. Spoke, spokesperson Andy Stone said in a tweet Tuesday that a report of Chief Executive Officer Mark Zuckerberg stepping down next year was false. Was false. And this is why this was so big. The news website, The Leak, earlier in the day reported Zuckerberg has set to resign in 2023, signing an unnamed insider source. 
The report briefly sent the company shares up 1%. <laughs> wow. That's so you, you, you announce you're quitting and your stock actually goes up. That is not a good look, Zuck. That is not a good look. People are actually looking forward to you stepping down. But no, Zuckerberg, as of right now, is not stepping down as the face of Meta, in case you were wondering, in case you were nervous. Um, so we're here. Uh, the story overnight, uh, unfortunately, very sad. Uh, Chicopee, uh, Chicopee, Virginia, authorities say seven people, including the suspect, are dead following a mass shooting at Tuesday night at a Walmart. In Chicopee, in Virginia. But police say there were multiple accounts of both dead and injured found inside the building where the shooting occurred. A greeter on duty at the time told WAVY the shooting started in the back of the store. One person was also found deceased outside the front entrance. Police came to the shooting at 12, 10, 12 p.m. Tuesday at the Walmart Supercenter which was still open to the public. Night, night shift workers had just recently checked in. Uh, the spokesperson for the police department, uh, Leo Kinsinski, did not have any updates around 1240 a.m. So 1240 a.m., uh, there were no updates since, since then, according to this article. Um, and this was updated at 640, 640 this morning. This is the latest and greatest in regards to the uh, shooting in Chicopee, well, now there are all there are up to ten people have died. So there's up there's there's no more. Police spokesperson tell us at this point he believes no more than ten people have died. Seven total was the official word from the police department in Chicopee. Please be safe out there. Um, there were tons of police in all of the Hamden Plaza's parking lots. Uh, if you don't feel safe, please call a police officer. They will come out. They will escort you in and out of your car. Uh, please be vigilant. Um, be aware of your surroundings at all times, even uh, even as you get out the car. As you're getting out of your car, do not take anything for granted. Be safe. Travel in pairs. Get your shopping buddy. Do not go alone. Um, unfortunately, uh, for you know, unfortunately, something like this takes place during the holiday season during shopping um it should not deter us from going out and celebrating the holidays but be mindful that we have to be aware of our surroundings at all times at all times uh in other news uh trump taxes supreme court clears democrats to see returns this is a big story here uh the justices rejected trump's bid in october to block a lower court's ruling that granted the panel's request for his financial records. The move is a blow to Mr. Trump, who has for years kept his returns sealed. Mr. Trump became the first president in 40 years not to release his taxes after announcing his first presidential run. The House Representative Ways and Meetings Committee has been seeking access to his, these records since 2019. Wow, that's a lot of tax dollars wasted. 2019 to 2023. Uh, Mr. Trump, who launched his, launched his third campaign for the White House last week, is facing several investigations related to business practices. He denies any wrongdoing. 
All right. Uh, it, it seems like Trump, it, um, the rhetoric is building up now since we're heading into our race for 2024. The race that began um, during the, the day after the midterm elections a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and they are full throttle investigating each other uh, to the nth degree. And they're just trying to dig up dirt on Trump. I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Harry, but your boy is dirty. He's going down. I know, I know that's your guy. Um, and an update on a story that we talked about since Monday, which was the Colorado Gay Club shooting. Uh, the suspect, uh, according to this, an article through the Associated Press, uh, Colorado Gay Club shooting suspect is non-binary, non-binary. The alleged shooter facing the possible hate crimes charged in the fatal shooting of five people at a Colorado Springs gay nightclub is non-binary. The suspect's defense team says in the court filings. And several standard motions filed on behalf of Anderson Lee Aldridge on Tuesday. Public defenders referred to the suspect as MX Aldridge, noting in footnotes that Aldridge 22 is non-binary and uses they them pronouns. The motions deal with issues with with like unsealing documents and evidence gathering, not Aldridge's identity. And there is uh, no elaboration about that. Aldridge, who was beaten into submission by patrons during Saturday night's shooting at Club Q, was scheduled to appear in court for the first time Wednesday by video from jail. The motive of the shooting is still under investigation, but authorities said Aldridge faces possible murder and hate crime charges. Okay, possible hate crime charges. He's identifying as they, them. They, them, shooting shooter um, Lee Aldridge going coming now um this the, the, they're trying to build a defense for this for this guy and unfortunately i i think that it's not going to go well for him everything wrong with the world cup in qatar uh this is another story which i i've been following um because of just how bad just how bad qatar is handling their situation um so here's another article on the world cup uh, everything wrong with the Qatar World Cup from the deaths of migrant workers and discriminative LGBTQ laws to exploitation and corruption. Man, this is a, a, a in-depth article from the Independent. Um, uh, I, I, out of all out of the many facts and figures circulated about Qatar's problems, there is one realism that should stand above everything. It is a disgrace that in 2022, a country can host the World Cup where it has lured millions of people from the poorest countries on earth, often under false pretenses, and then force them into what many call modern slavery. That is according to the independent UK, uh, not a good look Qatar has all kinds of problems I am not I am not 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 impressed by everything that's happened to Qatar they are a horrible soccer team to begin with uh, it's all about money these, these decisions are, are made five years in advance uh, and they go to the highest bidder um, that's, that's unfortunately 
That's just how it works here. It just goes to the highest bidder. Um, and uh, Qatar says that within within the confines of the stadium, you can choose your own lifestyle, but outside of the stadium, you must adhere to societal rules, which are not, um, I just say they're not kind to LGBTQ or alternative lifestyles in that part of the world. Uh, I mean, they, they also had Iran. The Iranian team uh, took a you know took the time to protest their country's inequalities by not standing for their national anthem. So the, those are your headlines from around the world. Um, one thing that I do want to keep people in mind as you're buying your iPhones and electronics out there, you're out there buying your electronics. Just know that they come from somewhere else. Um, workers protest beating a virus hit Chinese iPhone factory. So your iPhones are, you know, majority of your iPhones now are coming from China. Uh, I don't, I don't think they're there any made anymore in America. All this is made in China, but employees at the world's biggest Apple iPhone factory were beaten and detained in protest over pay amid antivirus controls. According to witnesses and videos on social media Wednesday, tensions mount over Chinese effort to combat a renewed rise in infections. Videos that that said that they were filmed at the factory in central center city of Denzhou showed thousands of people in masks facing rows of police in white protective suits with plastic riot shields. Police kicked and hit protester with clubs after he grabbed a metal pole that had been used to strike him. Wow. So be mindful as you're buying these electronics that they have to come from somewhere and that maybe these conditions that we afford, you know, the, the conditions that these individuals are in, their work environments are not really conducive to what we're trying to do here, uh, which is having a good time and use these products. Uh, but it, it, I don't know if there's a certain amount of guilt or shame that should be associated with um, with uh, buying an electronic product. But I know that for my, my you know, my I, I would like to know where my stuff is sourced. I wish that I knew exactly where my phone came from, uh, who worked on it, so I can send them a, a tip for making such a good product. Because you don't know, we, we have are so disconnected from our supply chain that we have no clue, no clue where the hot dogs are, how they're made, what goes into the hot dog. Because if we all seen the great outdoors, we know what hot dogs are made of. And sometimes it is the ugly truth that, uh, you know, and it's okay to know what is inside the hot dog. You're not going to die. It's not going to kill you or keep you from buying anything. It's just good to be informed of the ecological impact that we have when we purchase clothing, phones, electronics, because somebody has to pay for it.
And just like that, we're back here on Good Morning, 103.5 FM, WNHH, New Haven Independent.org. Your home for community radio or, quote unquote, where the local yokels get their info. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, lo- I like that tagline more than anything. As we transition, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. On a lighter note, if you're getting up, it is already 7, 16 past the hour here. We are really enjoying ourselves. It is a chilly morning, but it's going to be a beautiful afternoon. Reminded from what I see from here, 50 degrees, great for shopping. Great for shopping. I know that everyone has plans this afternoon to do that. To go and spend their money. I mean, the shopping centers were packed yesterday. The only places that I didn't see anybody were some of the grocery stores. I, I, I found that they were still empty, but... Not the Tariq J's of the world or the Walmarts. Those were packed. Those were packed yesterday. The plaza was full of people. Um, I couldn't even get my burrito out of Chipotle because it was it was just that bad yesterday, traveling around the city. Um, and as we continue through here, uh, to to you know to look through some of these stories, man, some of these great stories. Um, I found a TV deal. This is uh, according to IGN.com. The best Black Friday TV deal so far. I see this is a 65-inch TCL 4 Series 4K TV for $228. That is it. This is an astoundingly good deal. Walmart is offering a 65-inch 4 Series 4K Google TV for $228. Wow, this is the least expensive 65-inch we've seen on Black Friday. And though this is actually a decent TV in terms of image, uh, you have to be careful because it's based on availability in your area. According to my my, my, my computer, there's 15 in the local. <laughs> there's 15 of these left in a local Walmart somewhere around here. Uh, it's an exclusive Black Friday TV model compared to all the four series tags. This is a no frills TV. It's not going to have all the bells and whistles. It's not going to be as smart as the other TV. This is a dumb TV for two twenty eight. But it still has look. It still has Roku and look. It has all kinds of app functions. It just doesn't have those higher end functions with the uh, picture in picture and all that. But uh, for two twenty eight, sixty five inches. What what? I'm down. Call, yeah, I'm trying. My, I'm trying to get an 85 inch in my house myself. I'm trying to get an 85. Uh, I've been talked down by the authorities and the CEO of the Candelaria household. Um, the CEO has said that uh, uh, just shot me down on the proposal for a new TV, citing that uh, the TV that we have works just fine. That was the uh, the comment that came back after the hearing. Um, I, I fought valiantly for 85-inch TV, uh, citing that it was necessary in my household to have a TV that big uh, in order to save my own life. In order for me to be a happy person, I needed an 85-inch TV. That argument was not good enough, according to my wife, and I will not be getting that for Christmas, um, which is okay. Uh, so that that was, that was the best deal that I saw so all morning. I, I mean, I scoured the interwebs just for you, and that was the best deal I could find, the best deal. So 
uh, that's a, if you're thinking about getting yourself a birthday gift, because happy birthday, guess who you celebrate a birthday with? With Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, 30 years old today. Happy birthday, Miley. Um, Snooky from one of my favorite t- TV shows ever. I forgot even what, what it was called. Snooky is from one of those uh, MTV shows. I, I, I remember that much. Uh, corrupt birthday is today. Robin Roberts, happy birthday, Robin Roberts, 62 years old, Robin, oh, I wasn't supposed to tell a lady's age, and Harpo Marks, Arthur Harper, Harpo Marks, and Boris Karloff, I think Boris Karloff is a Hamden native, he played um, like ghouls and stuff back in the day in black and white days, Uh, so happy birthday to everyone who's celebrating a birthday today, it's your day, um, you know, I don't know. I guess if, if your birthday is today, it's a good night to celebrate because I'll be celebrating too. It, it, it's Wednesday night. There's a lot of places, a lot of clubs to go to. And I'm thinking about going, um, yep, I might be going to Harps tonight uh, to hang out with DJ Platinum. DJ, no, that's not really his um thing. DJ Platinum at Harps. I think that's where I'm going to end up. Hopefully, if he's listening, um, maybe I can get some wings out of it. Uh, so let me plug it again. Harps tonight. Uh, morning, Tillian. Harps tonight uh, with DJ Platinum uh, to see if I can. I'm just, I'm just plugging in exchange for wings, okay? Just straight up. I'm not going to even, I'm not even going to cover it up. I'm plugging for straight up wings. Uh, tonight, I'll be at Harps. I'll be at Harps. Just like that, today is National Espresso Day. National Espresso Day. So if you're getting up and getting that cup of joe, you already know. You're keeping it tuned in here with 103.5 FM, WNHH, NewHavenIndependent.org. And you're going to get your cup of coffee. Espresso, National Espresso Day. Uh, One thing that I didn't know about coffee was um, I'm a Bustelo guy. And uh, for, for years and years and years, that's the only coffee my family ever bought. But now that uh, a brick of Bustelo is almost like $10, uh, we're, we're, we're using the cheaper versions now, um, <laughs> the, the off-name brands that are not Bustelo. But I didn't know that Bustelo is actually an espresso coffee. It is, that's why people, you know, you have any other coffee outside of Bustelo, and you're like, oh, this is weak. It's because Bustelo is made to be that strong. Um, eight times roasted are those, uh, I had to look it up how many times they actually roast the Bustelo beans to get it to that espresso flavor, that, that burnt charred flavor. And it's a lot of times, a lot of times, a lot of burnt coffee that you're drinking, but it's delicious It's national espresso day. Tillian said that if you, if you can catch up with him, you can go ahead and he will take care of your espresso today. So Tillian Taylor is buying espresso shots for everyone today. If you can catch him, got to know where he lives and his phone number. Today is National Eat a Cranberry Day. I don't like cranberries in my salad. I don't like cranberries in my potato salad, my macaroni salad. I don't like cranberries anywhere outside of maybe a topping for something. But I, I don't like cranberries. I don't like this overuse of cranberries in society where, I mean, they just people would just garnish everything. Rice and beans, here's here's some cranberries on top. No, there's no fusion with the cranberries outside of what where they are. Dry, 
trail mix fruit, no problem. Stop trying to sneak the cranberry in my life. And it's also National Cashew Day. All right, for all your nuts out there uh, that love your cashews, I am not, I am a cashew person. I admit, um, and I don't uh, cashew is is a legume. I'm assuming cashew is a legume. Uh, uh, Charisse, good morning, Charisse. Uh, uh, no raisins either, Tillian. Tillian says no raisins either in any of the food. I agree, Tillian. I hate raisins and apples in my potato salad. There should be no if that. How can mayonnaise, apples, and raisins go all together? Whose idea was it? Um, Tellian, you are now officially on potato salad duty because uh, I think you are ad- adhere to some rules, some rules in society. No, it doesn't um, mean, so, t- uh, you know, tie one, uh, tie, well, T1 on day. Uh, no, it doesn't mean a day to drink a lot because the day before Thanksgiving is actually a day celebrating the apron. So if you're going to drink, at least say cheers to the person putting on the apron tomorrow and cooking your Thanksgiving meal. Taiwan on day, Taiwan on day. Today is a uh, shout out to all the people that are going into the kitchens, got the aprons, tying that up, uh, and, you know, I don't understand because uh, someone told me that one time that they would not eat at a restaurant where the cook had a dirty apron or was filthy. That is a sign of a nasty chef. So if you're tying one on today and you're wearing your apron, um, I will judge you by how clean you keep your apron. Um, the, uh, the lady was like, she, she worked at, I think, at, at the kitchen here at Southern and she was at a restaurant depot and then another chef walks in, but like filthy, head to toe. And she had to ask him where he worked at so that she wouldn't go there. <laughs> because she she's adamant, adamant. A dirty clothes chef has a dirty kitchen is disorganized. I agree to, I subscribe to that philosophy because I do not trust a fat, I mean a skinny chef. Uh, 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 Tillian Taylor says, if it clean in the kitchen, you're not working. Also, Tillian said, you need to, you need to have some battle scars. You need to be a little bit dirty. You're saying T in order to, to prove you're working. All right. Um, they, they, you know, what, one of the things that happens this time of year is that everybody's always doing, uh, that they're thankful. They're thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful. You know what? I am, I am. I am thankful. I'm thankful that my family still puts up with me. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I guess they have no other choice. Uh, But right about now, your social media feeds are probably starting to fill up with people's thankful posts. This time of year is a good time to remember what we're all thankful for. Oh, my God. I'm I'm thankful for a lot of things this year. I'm thankful for... uh, uh, the independent for bringing me on for letting me do my own podcast i'm thankful for uh, the schubert theater to let me host uh we outside on saturday night i'm thankful for the wybc uh who is allowing me to host their dance party on friday night starting december 2nd uh, i'm thankful for this platform and an opportunity to talk myself talk about myself in a very professional way so those are the things i'm thankful for so here it is 
What are you thankful for? I'm talking about you. What are you thankful for on this beautiful holiday season? Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Lots to be thankful for. I'm thankful for the Giants record. The Giants football, the New York football Giants. I'm so thankful for their record because they actually have a winning record this time of year um, going into December, which is a good feeling. It's always a good feeling when you start, when you end November, still in playoff contention. I am thankful for that. I'm also thankful for uh, eye exams. Eye exams that are done done in, a dark, in the dark. Eye exams that are done in the light. And that goes out to Jose. Jose and I were thinking about uh, what to be thankful for. Tillian Taylor is thankful for being back outside. Yes, Tillian, you were freed from the clutches of your relationship. And now you're out there hunting down literally turkeys. You're hunting turkeys. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Thankful for freedom. All right. Tillian Taylor, the American uh, dream, saying he's, he's, he's grateful. I'm proud to be an American. I'm thankful for America. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Everyone's going to be getting drunk. I already know uh, Klein Pete wiped out the Hennessy supply here in southern uh, New Haven. Uh, there will be no Hennessy um, in the vicinity of uh, Klein Pete because uh, he, he, he's, he, I'm amazed at that man's liver. That man, so much brown, so much brown that man can put down. It's amazing. So happy, the day before Thanksgiving is a big day for drinking. That's why I'm saying I'm going out tonight to Harps to, to hang out with DJ Platinum uh, for some wings. I'm plugging this for some wings, Platinum. Uh, it's the biggest drinking out of the year. Even has a name, drinks, drinks giving. Seems on the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, there is a 100 and 67% increase in alcohol sales compared to a typical Wednesday night. Well, that does make sense because if, you, if, you, if you're drinking like that on a typical Wednesday night, we have issues. Come through, we talk, we'll have a meeting. Uh, we can discuss what's bothering you, how much you don't like your wife or your kids or your job. But people are home from college and meeting up with old friends, relatives in town, Everyone is feeling festive about having four days off. That's right. That's right. That's why I salute all those people that are not off and can't drink. Those are the people that, I, I mean, I worked in television for 15 years. And I can only imagine those who have to go in, suck it up, and put the news on for you, even though you ain't watching. Because <laughs> it's the holidays. But um, in my house, I guess, yeah, I, I, I do tend to drink more this time of year. But it's because I'm drinking Coqui. Uh, Coqui right now is already flowing. So it's been flowing now for two weeks. The Coqui has been flowing. We don't. I mean, more and more, I see people are not even waiting for the holidays to get their holiday favorites in. If it's Coqui, if it's pasteles, if it's you know whatever it is, people are like they're gonna get it. They're gonna get it. Four days. Oh, oh. See, Tillian, Tillian, uh, Tillian is already upset. Yes, Tillian. Mo most of America has four days off. Except you, Tillian. You have to work till Sunday. And then I hope you're off Sunday so we can watch some football. Uh, for some people, for some people, Thanksgiving is about, isn't about the turkey. I'll be honest with you, it's not about the turkey. Some of y'all make some dry, dry turkeys. Uh, I'm, I'm complaining before I even go. The turkey's dry. I need some Vaseline or something. It's a dry turkey. Um, but I, I agree with this. It's all about the sides. When it comes to favorite to favorites, 
One reign supreme, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. 46% of the people surveyed, bing, choose mashed potatoes as their favorite side. Narrowly beating out the stuffing. <laughs> beating the stuffing out at 43%. Sweet potatoes, 39%. And cranberry sauce, 37% will also favorites. There's not a, a, a big disparity between the mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce. I will say, can I be honest with you? I never had cranberry sauce. I never taste. I never had it. Never tasted it. Never had a. a never been to a house that actually served it. Um, and if it did, we did serve it, I, I stayed away from it because there was just something about somebody just popping open the can and the thing just sliding down and it just lands on your plate. So no, I've never had cranberry sauce, and I don't intend to. My favorite side is macaroni and cheese, and it's not up here. I don't know if there was even a possibility, but mac and cheese, and it's, it's got to have minimum four cheeses, four cheeses, and we're not including toe cheese because I don't want you. I know with some some people say they th they throw their foot in it. That doesn't mean I literally need your foot in it for it to taste good. Okay, no, but mac and cheese is my favorite. What's your favorite side? What is your favorite side at Thanksgiving dinner? If if you and you know if if you can go to Thanksgiving dinner because unfortunately people like Tillian. They got to work, but, you know, Tillian is taking care of the, the the most elderly of our society. So thank you, T. Uh, looking for love over the holidays. Oh, my God, Tillian, this is for you too, buddy. Start baking some pumpkin pies, okay? All right? Uh, I guess this is for this is for women. Very sexist, this, this, this study. A study found the smell of pumpkin pie is a turn-on for men, okay? So, um, my, I, I think telling you should cut to the chase and just um, use pumpkin pie cologne uh, in order for you to, when we go out tonight. So tonight, when we go out to Harps to hang out with DJ Platinum, if there's going to be a guy out there and he smells like pumpkin pie, if there's someone that smells like pumpkin pie at Harps tonight, you'll know why. Because he's trying to get some. I'm not going, I'm not, I'm, I'm like the ultimate wingman. I will help my partner. To make sure that he gets some tonight. Yes, you will, Tillian. You will, Tillian. You're gonna you're gonna smell like pumpkin tonight. You're gonna smell like we're gonna make sure that you get some some cuffing loving for the holidays, Tillian. We're gonna put pumpkin pie. We're gonna smear it all over you, and then we're gonna see. We're gonna put this study to the test. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put this to the test. So if Tillian is tonight at Harps smelling like pumpkin pie. And ends up getting some good love in tonight. You will know that the study is correct. Or that there's a, a hungry person that, that loves the smell of pumpkin pie that's willing to take a man home that smells like it. So I don't know how crazy, I don't know how sane the person is going to be, but we can test the theory to see if a male that smells like pumpkin pie will, no, no, the smell of pumpkin pie will attract a male. Wait a second, I'm confused. What did I do? Oh, Tillian, I put it I put it on you. I put it on you, Tillian. I didn't uh, my bad T. The pumpkin pie is supposed to go on the female. <laughs> the person who wants to be taken by a male should have pumpkin pie. Oh the, sorry, T. <laughs> my bad, T. My bad. I got I got all the uh, all these pronouns mixed up. You know how that is. Um, how many calories do we eat on Thanksgiving? 
that's one thing that I, I, I do. I do try to, I, I don't know why, but like the day before Thanksgiving, I try to go on a fast. Like it's going to really make a difference at all on the day of Thanksgiving. Um, according to the Calorie Control Council, the average American may consume more than 4,500 calories and 229 grams of fat on Thanksgiving Day. What would it take to burn off these calories? These are examples, okay? So after Thanksgiving dinner, these are things that people are normally do not do. 15 hours of cycling. 15 hours of cycling to burn off that those calories. It will also take a 10.3 hour hike. 10 hours of hiking. That means after Thanksgiving dinner at noon, you set yourself up. Wow. Or or a 28-mile run. All three of these are highly improbable after Thanksgiving dinner because you're so stuffed. So there is no way that you can burn off the calories you consume on an, on the same night. Uh, as I see here, I, I was going to ask Dros how many, how many points is Thanksgiving dinner for him, but most likely he's already bagged enough points that he can do whatever he wants tomorrow. Shout out to those people breaking diets. I broke my diet in January. I started I started the year off with great intentions, but uh, by January 29th, I had already broken my diet for the rest of the thing. All right, Thanksgiving with the in-laws. Oh, thank God. My in-laws are far, far away, far, far away from me. Uh, they're in Puerto Rico. So uh, that's one thing for me to be thankful for. Hold on. I'm being thankful for my in-laws not being here. Uh, women's health. Ask its readers about spending on the holidays on their in-laws, okay? How much money you spend on your in-laws and what you get them. I'll be honest with you. I don't get my in-laws anything. I, I, I don't buy them anything. Uh, they, they, they're just so hard to please because they're the type of uh, people that are like, nah, we don't need nothing. So you know what? You don't get nothing. I don't buy anything. <laughs> you, you act like you don't want it. I'm not getting it. Uh, so... Uh, Holidays with the in-laws means, this is uh, according to the survey here, survey says, asking readers about spending holiday with their in-laws means 48% laughter and good times. All right. 48% of the people say they have a they laugh and have a good time with their in-laws, which is also crazy because that's also like the, the, uh, Divorce rate is like 52%. So they, so maybe you're not getting along with your in-laws can, can be a problem or a sign. Uh, holding my tongue till it's numb. That's what I, I, I started doing years ago. And then, then they started acting like, you know, why is Jose so quiet? I was like, because I don't, I don't want no problems. Compromise after compromise, especially with my father-in-law, who will, you know, the only Puerto Rican I know with a MAGA hat. It's just it's just weird at times. Uh, then then constant wine refills is twelve percent. Twelve percent of the people uh, are looking for that. Do you host a holiday? Do you, I mean I don't know. How do you describe your Thanksgiving with the in laws? You tell me. Do you enjoy your in laws? Are they annoying? Do they get on your nerves? Do you get on their nerves? I'm the type of I'm I'm the son in law uh, from hell. Uh, they cannot stand me. Uh, they, I know that uh, at times I'm super annoying, 
And you know how I can tell? Because when they call and I pick up, they act like uh, they caught the wrong number. <laughs> like, like oh, oh, no, no, we... They call my wife. I pick up the phone. They're like, "Oh no, no, no! Sorry, sir. We we were calling uh for uh, refrigerator repair. Uh, we don't want to talk to you, <laughs> which is okay. I I can accept that. So, what is the best thing about hosting Thanksgiving? Seventy three percent says it's the leftovers. Leftovers. Now, speaking of leftovers, for Food for a week. According to the survey, Thanksgiving leftovers are eating for three days on average. Though 11% report eating leftovers more than seven days old. Seven days old. This is a constant problem in my household because I cannot eat anything more than a day, maybe two days at the most. But there are certain iron stomachs in my house that will eat something out the fridge. I mean, it's amazing. Something, a leftover, as long as it's good, seven days later. I've been over to people's houses that they're still warming up the turkey from Thanksgiving three weeks later. I'm not going to say who house I've been to. I'm not going to say it, but it's been in recent memory. I went over there, you know, I went to, got there like a week before Christmas, a couple of days they broke out the turkey from Thanksgiving to heat up and to give me some. Uh, I respectfully declined because I, I saw the dried carcass and, uh, and I just prayed for it. Just broke down into prayer, um, you know, gave thanks to the, to the, you know, to the gods for this turkey because it's not only sacrificed its life to nourish people on Thanksgiving, but they abused the carcass for another week two weeks three weeks later still serving up that turkey i don't know if that's helpful or healthy at all um i don't know what what the ideas are on leftovers but 11 percent of you one out of 10 people will eat seven day leftovers seven day old leftovers so i'm looking at every 10th person today sus ew i'm judging i'm judging yes i'm a I'm too good. Right now, Harry is sitting back going, oh, my God, this guy is such an elitist. Yes, Harry, I'm an elitist. I'm a food elitist. When it comes to food, yes, I am. Now, do you know that TV dinners were actually inspired by Thanksgiving leftovers? Seems, seems like back in 1953, due to an ordering error, food company Swanson was stuck with 260 tons of frozen turkeys. So instead of tossing all those turkeys out and taking a loss, a salesman came up with a genius idea. Inspired by meals served on a plane, he ordered 5,000 aluminum trays and organized an assembly line of workers to fill them with turkey, peas, cornbread, and sweet potatoes. And that's how the TV dinner was born. Ingenious. Ingenious. Wow. You had leftover turkeys and you put them all to good use and you got the TV dinner since 1953. That's where we get TV dinners. Wow. Thank you. Something else to be thankful for the turkey. So here's an idea for those who, uh, for those Thanksgiving leftovers, some ideas. This is an idea. You know, the next day, a lot of people make sandwiches with their stuff. 
Some people make soup with their stuff the next day. So it varies. Your next day ordeal varies at times. You know, I'm not, I don't judge the next day. Eggs with everything, perfect. So here's an idea. Make a pizza. Okay, there's a recipe that's been making the rounds on social media called for turkey pizza. Pizza. Uh, the sauce is, basically the sauce is Dijon, Dijon mustard. You have the poupon, uh, Dijon mustard, and it's topped with turkey, mashed potatoes, and Brussels sprouts. It's all covered with cheddar cheese and finally some dumplings of cranberry sauce before serving. Yum, says here with a question mark. Yes, because I don't know about the cranberry sauce. That is the only thing that I'm suspect about. I'll eat everything out there the next day except about it. Um, so they're they're all kinds of things. The weirdest thing I've seen with leftover turkey is someone to try to make pasteles the next day with the meat. Like he, they try to, they try to like season the meat up and, and, and make pasteles. I'm like, yeah, that's not a good use of your leftover turkey. I think that for your leftover turkey, there's plenty of other ways to do it, but making pasteles is not one of them. Um, and I think that the only other weird thing no, that was the weirdest. That was the weirdest. Waking up and, and seeing somebody trying to make, trying to make pasteles out of leftover turkey. That is a sin. That is a sin in every single uh, Antillian nation in the world that makes pasteles. You should not do that. I'd rather, you know what? There's another pastel I don't like, the veggie pasteles. So don't give me any veggie pasteles. Then don't be trying to make leftover turkey pasteles the next day. Now, if you want to make some, you know, Fried turkey empanadas, eh, I don't. I don't think that that's too much. I think I could do empanadas, but I'm not going to do pasteles. No turkey pasteles, no veggie pasteles. If you give me a don't, I don't. I hate those pasteles that are full of olives and potatoes, and that's it. What's the whole point of it? You wasted time, energy, human resources, gasoline. You know, there's now a gas pipeline somewhere empty because you had to boil wasted gas to boil a pastel that has no meat in it yes it's a sin do not waste society societal you know uh resources to make your nasty pasteles made of out of vegetables waste of time that's how i stand i'm off my soapbox i think i think yeah this, we're talking about leftovers my favorite leftover from the the holidays is uh there there is none because all the good stuff leaves the, the table you ever notice that the, the leftovers that I get at my family's houses lately has been all the food that nobody wants. So I'm. it's not like, oh, they made a whole tray of that delicious mac and cheese. I'll take some of that. No, by the time you go back, that mac and cheese is gone. There'll be trays full of stuffing, but it won't be nothing in the mac and cheese tray. That's a, that's what kills me when it comes to leftovers. Um, uh, so it says here, turkeys can't fly, but cranberry sauce can take a hike. You already know. The word from the new survey from the food guys, they found the jiggly red stuff is the most hated dish on the Thanksgiving table. Yes! Yes! Yes, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. The love it or hated side dish was named the most despised turkey day dish in 28 states, including New Haven, Connecticut. Easily outdoing the second yuckiest plate, green bean casserole. I've never, 
had green bean casserole. Think something else to be thankful for. Being raised in a Puerto Rican household. Love it or hate it. Uh, now, these casseroles topped the list in 12. Uh, and stuffing, which was the most hated in seven states. There's seven states out there that do not love uh, stuffing. Those states can go ahead and apply for secession. We will gladly accept your succession uh, applications for not liking stuffing. Stuffing is delicious. Um, and let me tell you, uh, folks in Oregon in this so survey, people in Oregon are, if you guys ever been to Oregon, it, it is, you, it's, it's needed. It is needed. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, chose Turkey as the dish they kick to the curb. So, um, that's all you got to say about the Northeast. If Oregon, uh, in a survey, Oregon hates Turkey, um, then you already know that there's the first state to succeed will be Oregon. <laughs> the first state to succeed will be Oregon. Um, so, you know, what, what dish, see, see, there's certain dishes that I will never, ever see. I will never see in my Thanksgiving dinner. Tur the, the, the green bean casserole is one. You're never going to see me eating that. Never, ever, ever. I've never been to a Puerto Rican or a uh, black household that's had green bean carousel, uh, casserole. Never seen it. Never smelt it. I'll tell you, I'm not going to eat it. I'm I'm a food elitist. I'm going to stick to what I know, um, which is just give me turkey. Turkey with no cranberry sauce, no nothing. Just turkey, mashed potato, stuffing, mac and cheese, fried chicken, pasteles. Okay, you know what? My dish is already full. <laughs> now, I, I think I already, I think I will consume tomorrow close to 6,000 calories. 6,000 calories because I want to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and have pre-Thanksgiving breakfast to start off everything at 5 in the morning. Then at 8 o'clock, I got it all scheduled out for the entire day. The entire day I have scheduled out. All right. Guys with high IQs are more likely to bet on horse racing. Um, according to a new study, men with higher IQs are most likely to bet on horse racing. Researchers in Finland were working with smart guys and discovered they're most likely to mess around with skill-based gambling, such as horse racing, choose complicated betting options, and most importantly, risk the money. All right. I think that that's, and I thought my neighbor was crazy, but it seems like he's a smart guy. He's always betting my license plate at the at the OBT down here in New Haven. And uh, all this time, I've, I've been playing him wrong. He seems to be the smart guy because he's obviously willing to risk ten dollars every day on the uh, on on a triple. <laughs> That's all he talks about the triple. Oh, the triple! I got the triple. I got the all. Got all three horses. The triple. Uh, I was like, okay, la tripleta, la tripleta. Okay, all right, guy, calm down. Um, I don't know what is it. Is there a difference between lottery and sporting? Um. Which is, I, I don't get, I mean, one, you, I guess you pull the lever in this instant, and the other one is determined by the ether and the powers of the universe of who's going to win a football. 
game. Uh, I just I find it right now that betting on football has gotten so complicated with FanDuel and DraftKings, where you and there's certain places where you can take bets on on no touchdowns being scored in the football game that will parlay you seven thousand to one odds, which will make you a lot of money. But there's just so many odds out there that you can take now that it's it's worse than having a bookie, your personal bookie. You know, I I bet you ten dollars laces out on the first field goal. Uh, that that's that's how crazy it is. Ten dollar, I got a ten dollar bet that um uh, that Tom Brady doesn't eat eggs, doesn't eat any eggs Sunday morning before the game. Those are the kind of bets that I'm taking right now. Uh, but I don't know if that's educating. Is that betting or gambling? I don't know. Is it gambling? I don't know. I I, I don't. And I hate when I go play the lottery and they tell you this is not for gambling purposes. Uh, what am I doing? What am I doing? You're taking the buzz away from me. You're telling me that buying a lottery ticket is not gambling. You're denying me now the satisfaction of going out there, and the 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 hormone and endorphin release that I get from buying the ticket. You're destroying it. So there now there's no point of buying that. You know what? There is a couple of million dollars. So I still have reason to buy a ticket. Uh, according to a new survey, forty two percent. Of Americans are hosting the holidays this year. Forty-two percent of of younger Americans, younger Americans, uh, they're they're taking over. You know, there's 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 nanas out there and aunties that are quitting. Nanas and aunties that are quitting the kitchen this year, or they quite quit. Aunties and nanas that are quite quitting this year, not putting on that apron, letting some young person take over. Let me tell you, and some of the families I know, the young people took over, and it's not the same. There's not, I am sorry. I love you guys. I know that you're trying to, you know, alleviate the burden of the holidays from the elder in our families, but man, y'all should have taken some damn cooking lessons because you cannot match none of those nanas and aunties cooking. Let me tell you right now, I'd rather go to my nana's house uh, during the week than try to go to a, a holiday cooked by anyone else in my family, anyone else. I'd rather, I'd rather fry a turkey in my grandma's backyard and just eat it with just me and her than going out and having anyone, anybody else cook. I mean, I guess my Aunt Norma can see my aunts are, are good cooks. I got my Aunt Norma. She makes a, a mean lasagna. Uh, my Auntie Lucy makes a mean rice and beans. My mom cooks. But that, but outside of that generation, you think, yo, if I... My cousins don't invite me over because of the of, of what I talk about the food. I don't get invited that now. I'm and I'm okay with that. My cousins, none of them, should ever invite me over for Thanksgiving, and they sh- and they don't because I will. I t- last time I went somewhere, I mean, I literally asked them if they had a chainsaw to cut the turkey because it was so dry. How does cutting a turkey make a, a, a cutting wood sound? It, it should not happen. There's certain sounds that should not come from a Thanksgiving table and certain tools that you should not you be able to use at a kitchen table. But when you're breaking out a hacksaw or the saw saw to cut off a leg, you know your turkey's dry. All right. Um, and also do me a favor. What is the number one thing that people do during the holidays when they cook a turkey, especially the young people, younger people? Take the giblets out of the turkey. Go in there. There's a bag in there full of stuff. Young people, I know you're trying to do it. I know you're watching the YouTubes. I know you're trying to make it happen. Take the giblets out of the turkey 
before you cook the turkey. Okay, so in case you don't know, when you purchase a turkey, number one, let the damn thing defrost. Defrost the turkey. The turkey should be out already today. If you're cooking a turkey tomorrow, you better be happy, you better be lucky if the turkey is melted by tomorrow morning. And then go in there and take the turkey neck out along with the giblets in there. The heart, the organs aren't inside the turkey. Take it out. And I, you know what? I think I'm talking from experience because my, I think the first time my wife and I, we bought a house like 15 years ago and we did our first turkey together. Uh, I'm going to blame her. She left the, the stuff inside the turkey. <laughs> she left all the giblets inside the turkey. She left all the giblets inside the turkey. And she's like, oh, I didn't know. I mean, and let me tell you, that that first year um, was also the first year we we, we know that we can survive a, survive a salmonella outbreak. So there's two things that I'm great. There's more things I'm thankful for. Uh, the fact that my wife won't even cook a turkey anymore. <laughs> I'm thankful for her giving up on Thanksgiving dinner made by her own hands. Uh, but I love, I, you know, that's the, the, the problem with hosting. Um, and you're young, take the giblets out the turkey. Don't be a Harry Dross. And, and, and I don't even think Harry makes turkey, but it's okay. Uh, Harry finally made it in. The only reason he's here today is because there's a holiday party somewhere. If not, I wouldn't have seen him today either. He would have taken six days off instead of the usual four. But we're here. We're working hard. And we're doing it for today. Um, if you're hosting a meal uh, and you've got a partner, do you guys split up the duties? I mean, if there's one person that doesn't cook, normally there's two people that can't cook. Because uh, either. And if you're a cook, do you want the help from the non-cooker in your family? I mean, how annoying is that being in your kitchen and having a non-cooker sitting next to you trying to help you getting in a, by getting in the way. That's why my grand, my mom used to smack the, the crap out of me and tell me to get out the kitchen because I was one of those non-cookers. And she would cook for at the speed of light for like 100 people. But then I would get in the way, trying to help, trying to peel this and peel that. No, mom smacked the, smacked the bejesus out of me. So get out my kitchen. You don't know what you're doing. You're offended. You're offending your ancestors by even being alive. Jeez, sorry. Um, it's pretty obvious that uh, I just had a moment there.
And we're back, we're back, we're back. We're, we're starting the 8 o'clock hour with a, uh, a special phone-in guest uh, uh, who wants to share a, a few words about being thankful on this holiday season. Rock Williams, how you doing, Rock? Pretty good, pretty good. It's a blessing to, uh, to wake up this morning. All right, Rock. What 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 do you have to be thankful for in the city, and what what what, what would you like to be thankful for next year? Um, I'm thankful for um, God opening the doors that He opened up for me, and uh, He closing the doors that He closed for me. Um, I'm thankful for being able to see some of the things um, that I see in the city, and be able to help some of the people that um, I'm able. To um, but, but the one thing I also want to talk about some of the things that I do see that, um, I need help with. Um, so we started the Turkey drive trying to identify families. And what I realize is, um, a lot of the seniors, um, who do have family, um, really didn't have too much uh, Thanksgiving. And we pivoted um, to, to try to um, help them. So when you look around and, and me, myself, my, my mother not here, my father not here, um, and I look at these seniors, um, there's somebody there. And um, there's things that I wish that I would have did um, more for my parents. Um, but what I want people to realize, you know, while your parents are here, um, you should do as much as you can because, um, when they're going, they're going. And only thing you're going to think about is the extra things you should have done. Um, and that's not a good feeling. Oh, wow. Uh, you're hearing the words of the words of wisdom from, uh, quote unquote, black Jesus in our community, rock. Rodney Williams, um, who was out there uh, a couple of days ago, uh, trying to feed his community by bringing out turkeys, and he's sharing with us that uh, over his uh, over the day he found uh, a number of people elderly that are by themselves that didn't have too many resources, and and just you know, and now he's telling us to to be a little more thankful um, for having that resource, those elders, that wisdom, and to tap into them and to make sure that they're okay. Is that what you're trying to say? What well, Rogling to make sure that they're taken care of, that they got basic necessities. Yeah, because eventually we're gonna be them. And I'm hoping um that we get a chance to change um and show these youth um what we're supposed to do because what we gotta realize is if we don't change and show them how we need to treat the elderly, how we should treat them. Um, how do you expect them to treat us? Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Uh, asking the youth, this, you know, if you're out there, you know somebody, you got your nana, your grandpa, your auntie, or your uncle, do you know that they're 75 and older? Uh, go go reach out and, 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 you know, and be that example for the next generation. Uh, I, I, we're talking a lot about, you know, uh, I've talked to uh, several gentlemen um, we have a little breakfast table and uh, a lot of them are turning into caretakers now for, for their parents. And they go the same thing, rock. They go to the, the old folks home 
or they go to they go to the home to visit their family member and they see all of the other people that were just left there that don't get any visits they don't get any love that somebody might come once every six months to, to see them um and, and that that to me broke my heart why how can you just put someone in a home and not visit them that got like out of out of sight out of mind And, and we got to realize, you know what I mean? We will be them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if we, you know, everybody ain't going to um, be them because um, the other thing that um, I want to touch on is, you know, holiday time and, and people in my community passing away. Um, I'm going to tell you um, one of the saddest things I've seen um, and I've seen a lot of things, but just recently, um, I saw, um, somebody that passed away on Dixwell Avenue and the family was waiting for the coroner to come. And when the coroner came and he put the body in the bag, the family, um, was just, I guess, got a chance to see. Um, there was a young man before they took him away. Um, and I wanted to post on my, my Facebook, um, pray for the family on Dixwell. And I don't know why, um, for two days, it was just in limbo. It wouldn't, it wouldn't let me release that. Um, and I woke up this morning and I was saying that, um, there's no perfect, time to die because a family that's grieving death um no matter when it is um it's not a good time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But i think the worst time to pass um is around the holidays yep. um yep you know that that's that's to me that's the you know you know i i, I know we all gotta go and they say, you know, peaceful, you know, death, um, you know, some people die tragically, some people die in their sleep. Um, and I just think that if we could choose a season to die, um, holiday season is like the worst time. Um, because when you pass during this time, you make people, uh, you know, they, they don't look forward to the holiday. They get depressed. Yep. And, um, yep. It's the worst time for family to die. And um, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what are we going to do about the fact that, you know, first was COVID. Um, now it's ODs. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like our community um, is always something um, that's killing us. And, and, and the violence. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. You know, we we killing each other. You know what I mean? We killing each other. Um, we shooting each other. Um, we killing each other because there's people that's um, in our community that's selling um, drugs that that um that are um, causing people to die. And and the sad thing is that what people don't talk about is that that drug that's killing people is the drug that the people on drugs are looking for. And I don't understand how would you want to, but I'm not 
on drugs, but I say this, we need to pray for our community. We need to pray for our family members. We all got family members. Um, well, a lot of us do. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Got, I'm not going to say we all, because that's, that's not true, but a lot of us, because I know that's, that's a better statement to say. A lot of us have family members that um, have drug addictions, and um, I just think um, we as a community, um, we need to pray for each other. Um, wow. We do. We do. Uh, Rock, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time out this morning uh, and informing all our listeners of the things you're thankful for, uh, the things that we should be praying out for. Uh, yeah, I think those are two great things that, that in society you always are mentioning and you keep congruent is first off, take care of the elders, take care of those because one day we'll, we will be those elders. So we have to set an example of how, the, how we should be taken care of. And at the same time, you're, you're mindful of the youth. And making sure that the youth are, are raised in healthy environments, drug, you know, drug free. I mean, we're not talking about marijuana. We're talking about fentanyl. Talking about, we're talking about the drugs that, that cause people to do harm to each other. I've never seen anyone cause harm over marijuana. But I, I've seen the violence that, you know, fentanyl, um, bad heroin, those, those kind of things really mess with our communities. Yeah. And I really don't, you know, I don't understand, like, it's, it's we're dying, um, nobody really speaking um, about the, it's an epidemic in our community, um, it seemed like the only time um, resources are identified um, for a group of people is when they don't look like us, they start passing. Um, but just remember, when, 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 Dope was around, and, and, and the black and Hispanics was walking down the street had the dope lane. People thought that was funny. But when opioids started um, impacting the white community, they started passing, they started stealing. All of a sudden, all kind of resources and programs um, to help. Um, and to make it seem like you're trying to help everybody, but let's just be, um, let's keep it, you know, 100 them dollars and resources were made available because of the fact um, it was impact to white people. There you go, there you go. So it, it, let's not let's not wait for you know the, the the pandemic or epidemic that's happening in our communities to get worse. Let's try to start working together now to find resources to alleviate the the amount of drugs that are coming into our neighborhoods that are hitting the streets and finding uh, these individuals, targeting these individuals who are selling these drugs and trying to f provide them with alternative means of income, you know, because I think that they're obviously they're business minded enough to go out there and, and re you know, package and redistribute something. Then let's take these business minds and put them to good use for their community um, with with, you know, with true employment, not not uh, hood economics uh, again. Right. That's a good point, you know. So I mean, I mean, there's there's plenty of things we can do throughout the year, Rodney. I, I thank you for your time. Uh, I'm going to continue on with the show now, but I, I I thank you for calling me, calling in. I actually to do it, and I, I thank you for being there. I'm thankful for you, Rodney, because uh, when we discussed me getting involved in radio and stuff, and you and you were like, what? Um, but I I, I 
was determined to provide us with a platform, right? Individuals like you with a platform to share what it is that you, you, you needed to share. And through that sharing, I've gotten blessed 10 times by just trying to help you get the word out. Kimber, get the word out, you know, individuals who are in our community, help, help individuals with a platform. But I thank you for sticking with me and being one of my first guests and being one of my last guests here on 103.5. So I thank you so much, sir. Yeah. Before I go, I'm going to tell you, um, the hardest thing to do sometimes, Jose, is the right thing. Hmm. There you go. It's, it's easy to do what's wrong. Um, the hardest thing is the right thing. Um, so thank you for being obedient and continue to do the right thing. All right, sir. Thank you. You have a great day. Bye. All right, bye. That was Rock Rodney Williams, the ladies and gentlemen, gave me a, a quick phone call there, letting me know how he feels about uh, the state of New Haven. Uh, one of my first guests ever at on Que Pasa here at La Voz Hispana. One of my last guests that I'll have here ever um, <laughs> at, at at all. So thank you very much, Rock, for taking the time out and sharing with the uh, community everything that you've been through. Rock drove around the city last week on Thursday, up and down, up and down. He, I mean, he started in the New Hallville area, but I, I, he saw the need throughout this whole city, um, especially when it comes to the, our elderly and their resources, that he drove all around the city delivering turkeys. Not, he didn't make a line. He didn't tell them to come to him. No, he went to the houses to tackle straight on transportation inequalities in the city he took it on he did not want families to come and be exposed to the elements because last thursday was cold he told them to stay home simply give him an address and he will be there with his turkey so thank you very much rodney for doing that it is 8 15 now wow that's 8 15 uh when I come back after this little music right here, we're going to go ahead and get into our headlines and bring you up to date. And then we got our local, local yokel stuff happening at 8.30. 8.30, we're going to get super local, but your headlines are coming up in a few. Good morning out there. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice day today. It's gonna be great. Shout out to everyone who's tying on that apron, getting it going. You know, because everyone, some people start prepping from today, uh, and and those are my type of people. Because that food, that food is delicious. Everything has been uh, sitting around, and and uh, you know, it's it's marinating from today. So when it hits the the oven tomorrow, it is ready. It is ready. I mean, even the mac and cheese. I know people who get their mac and cheese 
up early um, and doing their thing. So uh, here are your headlines uh, from across, around the world, from around the world, from me to you. Uh, in Chicopee, Virginia, yesterday evening, uh, there is a Walmart mass shooting, seven dead, including the shooter. Authorities say seven people, including the suspect, are dead following a mass shooting Tuesday night at a Walmart just off Battlefield Boulevard in Chicopee, Virginia. Police say there were multiple counts of both dead and injured found inside the building where the shooting occurred. A greeter on duty at the time told WAVY the shooting started in the back of the store. One person was also found deceased outside the front entrance. Police were called at 10, 12 p.m. Tuesday to the Walmart Supercenter, which was open to the public. Night shift workers recently checked in. Uh, a spokesperson from the General Hospital, the area's closest level one trauma, confirmed five patients were being treated there. Uh, there were tweets that were sent out that um, they believed that no more than 10 people had died. This is from Chicopee, Virginia. Uh, just a warning out there as you're traveling and going about your holiday shopping, please be careful. Please be careful getting in and out your cars. There is a high police. Uh, um, I saw a lot of police at the Hamden plazas. Uh, so please, if you do not feel safe, do not get out of your car. Please be vigilant at all times. Do not think it is sweet, as we say in the hood. Don't think that it's always sweet. It's that time of season. Um, it's that time of year. And uh, stuff that used to happen in the hood, we were commenting that the people robbing each other in the hood has now uh, migrated into more rural areas where the, the uh, uh, stick-up kids are working. So please be mindful. Please be safe out there. Uh, do not take anything for granted. Other story here. Uh, Donald Trump uh, clears Democrats. The Supreme Court, court clears Democrats to see returns. The justice rejected Donald Trump's bid. In October, to block a lower court's ruling that granted the panel's request for his financial records, the move is a blow to Mr. Trump, who has for years kept his returns sealed. He became the first president in 40 years not to release his taxes after announcing his presidential run. An employee interviewed outside. He said the manager came in and started. Okay, it has not been, it hasn't been confirmed yet by police. So, uh, according to the uh, drills, an employee was interviewed outside the Walmart said the manager came in and started shooting. It hasn't been confirmed by police yet. No, nope, that has not confirmed uh, what took place in uh, Chicopee, Virginia. That's why I, I, I was I read a lot of that stuff, but nothing is confirmed. There has been no release so far from the police on what actually took place. Um, but here at the White House, Donald Trump is also seeking re-election. And as you know, all the this rhetoric for the midterm election is already heating up here, already heating up. And uh, and uh, it doesn't look good for the, the, the D man, the Trumper. Um, here's an update for a story that I've been watching since uh, Monday that I reported. It was uh, the Colorado Springs shooting, the alleged shooter facing possible hate crimes. This is the Colorado Springs at the uh, gay nightclub. Uh, that took place over the weekend. The alleged shooter facing possible hate crime charges in the fatal shooting of five people at the Colorado Springs gay nightclub is non-binary, the suspect's defense team says in court filings. In several standard motions filed on behalf of Anderson Lee Aldridge on Tuesday, defenders referred to the suspect as MX. Aldridge. 
noting in footnotes that Aldridge 22 is non-binary and uses they them pronouns. The motion deal with the issues and like unsealing documents and evidence gathering, not Aldridge's identity uh, and they were no elaboration about it. Okay. Aldridge who was beaten into submission by patrons Saturday night at the shooting at the club Q was scheduled to appear in court for the first time Wednesday by video. The motive in the shooting was still under investigation, but authorities say Aldridge faces possible murder and hate crime charges. So that is the latest from that. And we, we, I pray to the you know, prayers go out to all the families involved um, and all the uh, people who are bothered here. And cause it just affects the LGBT community everywhere, not only in Colorado Springs, but it, it, it raises people's uh, a sense of awareness uh, here. Uh, three, okay, all right. Uh, I don't know what Harry's talking about, but okay. Uh, everything that's going wrong in Qatar with this World Cup thing is just it just keeps growing and it's exacerbated. Now you're seeing more and more articles out there of just how the, the how not to hold a Class A World event. Um, there's so much going on with with this. So uh, when you look at all the problems with the World Cup, and I've been mentioning them from uh, just the way they treat LGBTQ, how their society runs, but everything wrong with the World Cup from deaths of migrant workers and discriminative LGBTQ laws to exploitation and corruption. This is all the things that are happening. Uh it's a disgrace that in 2022, a country can host a World Cup where it has lured millions of people from the poorest countries on earth, often under false pretenses, and then force them to what many call modern slavery. So Qatar is a big oil-made uh, country. That basically what, what it comes down to, uh, run by princes and, and a kind of uh, royalty hierarchy. And uh, they, they, their laws are different. Their laws are different. Um, they, they, there's no alcohol sold at these stadiums. I mean, they, there's other things that make this Qatar World Cup very, very awkward. They're not selling alcohol in the stadium. So there's no drinking allowed at the World Cup. You are allowed to express yourself, you know, uh, your lifestyle within the stadium. You can be whoever you want, LGBTQ. What I'm talking about. Outside, you can't do that. As soon as you leave the stadium, you can't be who you are because it's it's against like laws, their laws. So, all kinds of stuff wrong in Qatar. I can't wait for this World Cup to be over so we cannot even have to mention them. Uh, And and shout out to people who are going down there and doing their thing. Uh, Here's uh, another story. Be mindful of the stuff that you're buying, okay? Everyone's getting electronics. Number one thing to get in this holiday season are electronics. I think that everyone has electronics on their list, either headphones, phones, TVs, uh, Nintendo Switches. We all, but where are they made? Where are they made? They're not made at Harry's home in Waterbury. He's not making Nintendo Switches there. They're made in China, okay? So employees at the world's biggest Apple iPhone factory were beaten and detained in protest over pay amid antivirus controls, according to witnesses and videos on the social media Wednesday. Tensions mount over Chinese effort to combat a renewed rise in infections. Right now, 
COVID is on the rise again. And I think the the other article I read is beyond control. They just, that's it. The, the, the cap is off. Videos that said they were filmed at the factory in central Zhengzhou showed thousands of people in masks facing rows of police in white protective suits with plastic riot shields. Police kicked and hit a protester with clubs after he grabbed a metal, metal pole that had been used to strike him. As one of those things that as, as we get NFTs involved and we get crypto involved, we're also going to be able to find out where your phone came from. We are so detached from our food chain and our supply chain. We're not aware of the people that are what the people have to go through to make the products that we're using. The tax on the local resources of these other countries that they need to make the telephone. They're not getting natural resources to build phones in America. We just don't do that here anymore because of our green initiatives. So we don't uh, we don't uh, mind like we used to. We do that in other countries. So China, who has very relaxed green emission laws, are is where they go to for, provide all of the the labor and cheap labor and and cheap labor at that. So I propose that if, from now on, please tell me where my phone was made, who worked on my phone, so I can go ahead and tip them directly. So I can know where my stuff is coming from. Because right now, I don't know where the sources, uh, the sources to the resources are coming for to make my product. I would like to know that in the future. But I scoured the internet, my friends. All morning I scoured the internet and I found you the best deal. The best deal for TV. The best deal for TV, because Black Friday deals are all over the place. And I'm I'm just saying this so I can get Harito to buy me one. So the best Black Friday TV deal so far is a 65-inch TCL 4 Series 4K TV for only $228. $228. Best Black Friday TV deal so far. I can I am I'm excited for you, okay? Cuz I want you to get me one. This is an astoundingly good deal. Walmart is offering 65-inch 4K for 228. This is currently the least expensive 65-inch TV on Black Friday so far. It's actually a decent TV in terms of quality, but it's based on availability. So if I'm saying it right now that it's 228, I seriously doubt there's any left locally for 228. I made uh, my case for an 85-inch TV um, in my household. We had a hearing. Um, I had made my arguments uh, on behalf of the 85-inch TV, um, including uh, in expressing to uh, the powers that be that I need an 85-inch TV to improve the quality of my life and to sustain my happiness. Uh, this was immediately shot down by my wife, who said that uh, we do not need another TV, quote-unquote, because the one we have still works. So I was shut down in my household for a new TV. Hopefully you're not. Hopefully you can treat yourself. <laughs> if it's your birthday, treat yourself to a new TV um, and, and stay warm. Here's a another. Are we going to local stories? You know what? Yeah, let's do that. This is that. That was me doing uh, like a local news story sound. Um, one of the newhavenindependent.org, if you want all your local, for your local yokels to get your info, go ahead and check it out on www. 
www.newhavenindependent.org. Now Harry is telling me to sabotage my TV to, so I can get a new one. I already did that, Harry. I already did that for the for the when I jumped from 45 to 65. So, so I can't do it again. My 45-inch TV is, so, is in my daughter's room. My 55 is in my daughter's room, half fixed because I, I didn't uh, I didn't mess up the input button. Can't do it again, um, Harry. And now, Harry, now I'm 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 ratted out twice because I'm I'm sure my wife is listening and now is really determined not to give me that 85 inch screen TV. Uh, Newhavenindependent.org for your information where the local yokels go to for get their info. Warming centers in New Haven. It's a good story here by my my boss, my my ex boss. It's like officially quit two minutes ago. Paul Bass. I don't know why they would even let me be on air after I quit. Warming centers open while city looks to long-term homeless fixes. There you go. A short-term cold weather warming center opened Tuesday while the city, a nonprofit, separately prepared to figure out how to spend a combined $7 million on long-term solutions for the homeless. Uh, So that is a one- that 180 center wow that's good that's good so there's going to be warming centers uh and there's a new a little ice cream newbie sweetens autumn chill okay this is a, a new haven's first wintry weekend settled in over orange street at El- elena oh, elena elena's on orange lit up uh it is for what Ice cream, ice cream in the wintertime, delicious. And statue approved. There's a new statue approved here in um, in, uh, in the West Wooster Square part of New Haven. They took down the Christopher Columbus uh, statue. There was a big, big hubbubaloo about that, uh, where the people in the neighborhood were very upset that the, the uh, statue of Christopher Columbus was taken down. But now there's a new approved statue. Statue approved, heralded. With history, uh, the group change the group charged with coming up with an Italian heritage celebrating sculpture to replace the long gone Christopher Columbus statue in Worcester Square Park gathered at the site of the past and future monuments on Tuesday to celebrate the milestone for the project. Three hundred thousand dollars has been raised to make a new statue there in Columbus and Satan get blamed for everything. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I'm not, I will not lie. They they get blamed for everything. Where to see holiday lights in Connecticut for the 2020 for the 2022 season? Where can you see holiday lights? Uh, Harry has a great display in Waterbury. So if you guys want to go by his house, he's got uh, two icicles out there. Um, but we all know what what we have. So we got Hebron Lions, Lights in Motion. That's in Hebron, Connecticut. Uh, Westerfield, Tunnels of Lights in East Windsor. Glow Gardens in Hartford. Festival of Lights in Mystic. American Lantern Festivals in Middletown. Magic of Lights in East Hartford. Holiday Wish. Follow the magic in Stamford. And of course here, well, they also got the 2022 holiday lights at Lake Compounds in Bristol 
and our favorite number one in our hearts and maybe yours at better uh fantasy of lights in new haven at the beautiful lighthouse road so the fantasy of lights is organized by goodwill southern new england and runs from november 18th through december 31st at 240 lighthouse road according to its facebook page the event supports goodwill missions to aid employment and recreational activities for people with disabilities and other challenges so that is the fantasy of lights that you can drive down there's there's plenty of more throughout the city you got i mean throughout the state you got lantern light village and mystic new holiday stroll in stamford festival of the silver lights in meriden but our favorite our fairy favorite hands down is fantasy of lights in new haven please go out there and support i know that it's probably like ten dollars for a car or something to that effect Please check. It is not free. These are not free. Some of these you got to pay, but it goes to a very good cause. Goodwill of Southern Connecticut here in New England. So those are the lights. Um, and we're covering all these stories. Very good. Another local story that I saw that was pretty interesting was lawsuit against AMR New Haven Ambulance Company described sexist boys club at workplace culture. This is a uh, just a quick headline. I'm just going to read the first line. In 2020, uh, a EMT Anna shared disturbing allegations about her supervisor, and now there's a pending lawsuit uh, that's happening in the workplace there. AMR, that's happening. Uh, that's the only other New Haven tied in headline that I could find for you all morning. All morning, it's eight thirty four already. We're winding down the last half hour of this show. The last half hour of this show. Wow. <laughs> yep, there you go. Uh, the last half hour of my show, and I, you know what? I'm just going to lay back here and just do a bunch of shameless plugs then. Uh, I just want to thank the, my, for my, I'm thankful for Norma Rodriguez. Norma Rodriguez uh, found me uh, doing stand up comedy at an open mic at Christopher Martin's and uh, asked me to come down here months ago to help produce. La que pasa on la voz hispana, and uh, with that, uh, I got introduced to everyone here at the Independent: Harry Dross, uh, Paul Baz, and King. We all, they they all got to know me, and uh, fortunately, through that venture that I worked with Que Pasa and helped her produce and and co-host her show, I got discovered by Harry Dross. Harry Dross discovered my talents and skills. And to, and to his credit, he said, hey, Jose, come over here to New Haven Independent and do your own podcast. And with that came out Keeping It 100 with Jose Candelario. Thanks to Harry. The good news is that Keeping It 100 is going to live on. Uh, it has gotten picked up by WYBC. It will be on their WYBC website to be viewed Uh I know that, you know, we are community radio and I am going to miss this platform. But, you know, I, I, I want to thank Harry for allowing me to take that name, keeping it 100 and moving it on to a different platform to continue to serve this community. Keeping it 100 simply for me was a, a way for people to come on and express unadulterated opinions. Um, my goal was always to bring the black and brown community in New Haven together. 
They allowed me to do such things. I've been able to talk to black leaders, to talk to Hispanic leaders, find out what we have in common, the things we don't have in common. Because Kimber, Kimber is quick to, to voice things we don't have in common. But we also got to start really focusing on the things we do have in common, the disparity, the education of our, of our kids. And these conversations I was able to hold here on the newhavenindependent.org through Keeping It 100. I did so many great interviews with all kinds of people. I got to talk to Bad Chad Dawson um, as he's heading into retirement and possibly uh, a, a National Hall of Fame, Boxing Hall of Fame member in the future. Uh, I got to interview Avery Wilson, um, the community leaders here in New Haven from Grayman Wilson to Darnell Goldson to, to Gary Tenney. Uh, all these great gentlemen that, that took their time to come down here and speak to me, Jermaine Paul, uh, uh, winner of The Voice, uh, Anthony McDonald, the executive director at Schubert Theater. I got to work with all these gentlemen and got to share all their ideas and what they're doing for our community. And I want to thank Juan Castillo for allowing me to continue to serve my community on a different platform um, because it is very important. This is you know, being able to express ourselves, that is very important um, to do so. Uh, breaking news right now, breaking news right now. New York Times just confirmed the the, Chico the Chicopee, Virginia mass shooting at a super, super center Walmart. The New York Times just confirmed it was a store employee, store employee that was involved in the shooting. He took himself, he, he, he you know, killed himself after killing six other people. So there's a total of seven, including the shooter now confirmed out of the mass shooting in Chicopee, Virginia at the Walmart. Again, please be vigilant out there. If you see something, say something, uh, and, and let's keep our, um, keep these families and, uh, in mind as we go through the holiday season if you need someone to talk to out there during holiday season, I think Rock did bring up a good thing. This time of year, we are reminded of, of all our lost ones. Uh, a couple of years ago, we lost my family. My wife's family lost somebody during the holiday season. Um, he was struck by a car on the boulevard. And uh, it, made, it made for a very tough holiday because of all the things that you know, he was struck during Thanksgiving and then survived, but didn't make it through Christmas. The only thing good I'm thankful for is that now I see the boulevard is going down to one lane. The boulevard is going to one lane for a stretch of a section between uh, Orange and Legion. Between Columbus Avenue and Legion now, they're going to be one-way traffic on the boulevard. I see them laying it out so that it's going to be one way going in each direction and not two lanes where people are speeding, they're racing, and unfortunately there's no sidewalk, so... Uh, people were always being struck in that those dark parts there on the boulevard. So I'm thankful for the city to, you know, taking a step forward and making something happen. I feel like, uh, you know, that for 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 us is very for my wife's family. I think is very important. Um, they don't even know that this is taking place, but I think that they should know that that you know, you know, his death did not go in vain, and something good came out of it indirectly. Indirectly, now we're going to change the boulevard. Uh, a little bit just to alleviate the speeding and hopefully the, the sense of the loss of life that takes place there. 
But please be mindful during the holiday season. Reach out to people that you know are by themselves. They're single. You know, even single people need some love uh, during the holiday season. Just reach out to as many people as you know. Uh, Just remind them that you're there. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to buy anything for people. Sometimes just a phone call is more than enough. More than enough. So just be mindful of that. Um, so with that said, the holiday season is, we're, we're leaving, we're leaving. Okay. So we got here. Uh, I like this. I like this. What, what did you give me? All right. CT hotlines and services. Thank you. Harry, Harito. Why did it take so long for us to work together so well right now? Uh, thank you to, to Harry. We do have CT hotline and services. Uh, for those who want to call and speak to someone, um, you can contact. Here's a number of toll-free numbers. Toll-free number uh, the, the, for victim services, 800-822-8428. Okay. Um, in New Haven, we'll go straight down to New Haven. New Haven, if you are in need of mental health services in New Haven, there is this Southern Connecticut Mental Health Center, okay, that you can call. All right, we're doing breaking news right now. On the phone, I have with me Grayman Wilson, a worshipful master of Widow Sons Lodge Number 1, also COO. Good morning, Grayman. What's going on, good brother? How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you for calling in. Uh, I know that I actually at the last second to um, talk to the audience as we're we're saying I'm saying goodbye uh, this morning. What what are some of the things you're thankful for, and what do you look forward to be thankful for next year this time of year? You know, I, I'm thankful for people that I've been surrounded by in 2022. I realize that you know the world is in a tough place, so. I'm just grateful that I've been able to surround myself with some positive people so we can do some positive things. We did a lot of good things this year, um, and we're going to finish up with a bang in December uh, with the toy drive. But I'm just really uh, privileged to have met so many different people um, this year. Uh, In regards to to, uh, next year, you know, I'm looking to be a light uh, within the city of New Haven um, after seeing the need of all the people this year that are struggling to hopefully be a refuge um, to those that are less fortunate. Um, you know what? The bottom line is we need to learn how to love, right? Um, as we uh, embrace each other um, throughout 2023, let's help somebody else be successful. And that's going to be my mantra for 2023. It's not about me. It's about you. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, what are, and you, you say that you went out and you see some disparities out there. What are some of the, the uh, elements that you feel like you can alleviate? Some of the things that, that uh, the, the volunteer organization can do to alleviate. What remedies do we have? Or what do you have in mind? Well, you know, really what is disturbing me more so is the homelessness um, in in the city. And if we can find some places that can house and 
and give refuge to these people. You know, many times we walk by them, but you know, it's a blink of an eye that it could be us that or that that would be in that position. You never know. So try to find some funding and some uh, shelter for these people um, so that we can get them housed, get them clothed, and get them fed. And then, you know, mental health being one of the biggest issues um, that we're facing in America, which I don't know if it's a new issue. I just think it's been an enlightened issue um, to help get the resources to help these people um, get back on their feet. Uh, that's that's the plan very good thank you so much um uh and and in regards to the youth and and giving up their time and volunteering uh we're in an instant gratification part of society right everything needs to if i do something i need to get something in return um what can you tell the youth about volunteering and about giving up your time to your community uh any any advice or wisdom for them i will share with them that instant gratification is like you know getting some mashed potatoes poured with powder and water versus boiling a real one and 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 getting some 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 lumps in your potato and having the real deal i realized as a young man that the instant gratification does not uh last but it's more so the law of reciprocity whatever you sow you reap and that if they would learn to give back, the blessings would come down from heaven, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Uh, me coming up from New Haven um, with a mom that was struggling, you know, working three jobs to put ends meet on a table to me becoming a black man in the city that's debt free. Um, I own no debt. I own my house. I own my cars. And I'm not saying it to brag, but I don't owe anybody a dime everything i have i own and that started from me learning how to give so i say to these young people selfishly give to somebody else and watch the blessings you reap very good thank you so much mr wilson uh i i look forward to your continued support december 2nd i know you have a big event a toy drive at 106 golf street uh bring a toy donation right yeah, tell them come down. We have free food, um, good music by DJ Mo. We have a heated tent outside for those that smoke those uh, Cohibas, those nice cigars. They can go sit out there and, and lounge out to be warm. Um, we're looking to have a good time and fellowship down there at 106 Gulf Street. Again, bring a toy because we want to go around and play Secret Santa for those young people that don't have the means uh, to supply their very good thank you so much yeah so we're doing a toy drive december 2nd uh, on this friday night come down there we're starting around seven eight o'clock bring a toy ten dollars minimum don't be cheap don't yeah. <laughs> don't, don't yeah. no no far below yeah stay stay at that dollar store that five dollar store exactly <laughs> very good thank you very much mr wilson for your time uh and you have a great day all right good brother that was Grayman Wilson. I, 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 yeah, I don't mean to, to name drop. These are like calls that are just coming straight to my phone, straight to the phone. Um, one of the great things about being on this platform is that I got to work with so many individuals. I got to plug uh, so many good, positive things in New Haven, and I'm going to continue to do, continue to do so. 
my last thing that I'm going to do right now is give you some crisis, 24-hour crisis hotline phone numbers, okay? In New Haven, Connecticut Mental Health, if you need to call someone, it's 24 hours. Um, between the hours of 10 p.m. and 8 a.m., this is important. Most numbers that sometimes people need to call somebody is during the overnight hours. If you need somebody to call somebody, please give them this number, 203-974-7300. I repeat, 203-974-7300. This is a phone number that you can call between the hours of 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. for the Connecticut Mental Health Center for you to speak to someone. Now, Clifford Beards also has a guidance clinic, 24 hours, seven days a week. It is 1-888-97-YOUTH. That's 1-888-979-6884. So 1-888-97-YOUTH. This is a number. If you know of somebody who needs someone to talk to, or you could just text this number. Hey, and I notice you haven't been calling or you're not answering. If you need someone, just text this, just text the number. Let them know there's someone out there that, that wants to listen to them, that cares about them, that has an ear. You know what I'm saying? That, that is what, and I'm thankful for everyone who's out there trying to help somebody, who's being there for somebody. That's who I'm thankful for. The people in this community that stand up, uh, donate their time uh, this has been a volunteer effort on my behalf I don't resent one aota of time that I spent here at uh, the New Haven Independent at WNHH I uh, I think that even even for the five or six listeners that are out there I feel like if I reach one person and I give one person a piece of information or a resource for them to better their lives that's what we can do here, and that's what I think community radio is really about, Harry. We're talking, we're having a discussion about what is community radio. Community radio is about providing resources and information for to our to our constituents, to our neighbors, so they can make better decisions, live better lives, uh, to make this city a better place to live. And it takes everybody, it takes everybody. So again, the, um, if you need a, the mental health center, twenty-four hour crisis hotline. 9 to 10 p.m., 974-7735, 974-7735. After 10 p.m., 203-974-7300, 203-974-7300, okay? That's after 10 p.m. if you know somebody who needs someone to talk to. With that said, thank you very much for listening. You guys have been you have been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful co-host. You guys, you've been a great listener. I appreciate your time. I've talked so much in two hours that I am done. I am done. Thank you very much, Rock Rodney Williams, for giving me a call in today. Uh, Grayman Wilson, Grayman Wilson, Deacon Wilson, who showed up with words of wisdom there for everyone that's out there in the community. Uh, just know that everyone, everyone out there, have a great Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Be safe. Uh, we can we can now divvy up the turkey, white meat and dark meat. 
I think Layla just walked in. Layla walked in. She's late today. Today, today. She, wow, Layla, you're 50, you're ten minutes behind today. Layla's in the building. She's getting it ready over here for La Voz Hispana Radio. Right? You getting ready? You ready? La Voz Radios. La Voz Hispana CT.com. Please, if you want to get informed of what's happening in the Hispanic community, you can translate it on Google. There's no excuse to not know what's going on in your community. La Voz Hispana dot la voz hispana ct.com please check them out uh layla's went to get my coffee and my sandwich i appreciate that with that said this has been good morning this has been good morning the final final show you can catch me now if you want saturday night at the schubert theater i'm hosting the we outside tour bill bellamy ryan davis and company i will be there b squared thank you so much for everyone who bought tickets to that and supporting me at the schubert i can't believe that you know i actually sold like five tickets so five tickets that i sold that can, that goes back to the, the theater for the arts i'm happy also you can now catch me on friday nights december 2nd december 2nd you can catch me at the friday night dance party on wybc from seven to midnight I will have a commercial free mix for you at nine o'clock from DJ Latif. I'm hoping you know, I'm doing all my research right now. I'm doing all my research. Went back to WBLS, checked out some air checks. You know what I'm saying? From Frank, from Frank Crocker uh, to to Ricky Ricardo to uh, Mr. Vaughn with the Midnight Love. I've been studying. With that said, this is Jose signing off for the final time for Good Morning here on 103.5 FM. WNHH New Heaven Independent.org, your home for community radio.